cloud will rise across the vaulted skies when Jesus comes. When Jesus comes in the clouds, in the clouds we'll leave all pain and care and endless glory share. When Jesus comes. When Jesus comes in the clouds, in the clouds. When Jesus comes. When Jesus comes in glory, comes in glory bright. We'll leave the Lord. We'll leave the lonely shades of lonely shades of night. When Jesus comes, when Jesus comes in the clouds, in the clouds, all war and strife will cease. There'll be eternal peace. When Jesus comes, when Jesus comes in the clouds, in the clouds, upon the hills of home, our feet shall ever roam. When Jesus comes, when Jesus comes in the clouds, in the clouds. When Jesus comes, when Jesus comes in glory, comes in glory bright. We'll leave the lonely, we'll leave the lonely shades of lonely shades of night. will be past, eternal joy at last. When Jesus comes, when Jesus comes in the clouds, in the clouds. With all the friends of old. We'll tread the streets of gold when Jesus comes. When Jesus comes in the clouds, in the clouds there'll be no more goodbyes. No tears will dim our eyes when Jesus comes. When Jesus comes in the clouds, in the clouds. When Jesus comes. When Jesus comes in glory, comes in glory bright. We'll leave the Lord. We'll leave the lonely shades of lonely shades of night. We'll be past. Eternal joy at last when Jesus comes. When Jesus comes in the clouds, in the clouds, all sorrow will be past. Eternal joy at last when Jesus comes. When Jesus comes in the clouds, in the clouds. When Jesus comes. When Jesus comes in the clouds. And he's coming back. There are no greater words of comfort than talking about when Jesus is coming back to get us. That is absolutely right, Jane. In fact, we're supposed to comfort each other with those words. Yes, we are. And um, I love that. That's from First Thessalonians, I believe, chapter 4, mm-hmm. where the Bible tells us to comfort each other with talking about the return of Jesus Christ. That's right. It's exciting. And, yes. Well, you're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. I'm Janice. In the studio with me is Dina Talbert, and we are just happy to be with you today. It is happy Monday today. I expected you to be all red and yellow today. I did consider it. Yes. <laughs> but just your nails. I know. Just your nails. Aren't they horrible? <laughs> I was I was laughing. I was talking to my husband this morning and um I mean I know our, our listeners can't see me, but I have on this like pink mauve uh shirt underneath a very feminine green flowery dress. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to channel spring here. I really right. want it to be spring. <laughs> and um It's so January, Dina. <laughs> it, I know. It, I know. But I've I've got the flower on today and I do have long sleeves because right. it's cold out there. She's got boots on, no and, flip-flops. Uh, I am. <laughs> it's, it's boots and socks. <laughs> Boring socks, but they're socks. And then um, my nails are um, alternating bright red. I mean, just red, fire engine red and the most horrid yellow nail polish I've ever seen in my life. 
<laughs> because I am a fan. <laughs> yes, yes, she is. And that was quite the game last night. That's what I hear. Now, I do. I, I love football. I'm sure. not. I really I'm not a big NFL fan anymore. I was raised on it. We watched it. We loved it. Um, I, I don't care. I haven't seen an NFL game this year. Okay. And okay. last night is no exception. But I did check right at the very beginning of church service last night sure, I checked sure. the score and I did not pull my phone back out I promise my husband is my witness um, until the end of church sure to check sure. the score I, and so yeah well we 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 were watching uh, yeah we we knew what it was when we were on our way to church mm-hmm. I believe I'm not sure what time it came on but um, we were shocked at how even the game was. Oh, I know. That's, yes. And so yeah. so we watched a little bit. And then just just before we went to bed, we checked again. And I mean, still. It, I, it was tied right up until the last that's right. few minutes, oh, seconds. Yeah. I, and it, it, it was, was last minute. And it was a penalty uh-huh. that took them to be able to um, get a field you know, they got goal. the field goal. Yes, yes, they won by one field goal. That was enough. <laughs> this is dangerous. Me talking football because I'm going to say something like, um, uh, I, you know, I'm going to say yeah. something wrong. They hit a home run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got the home run. <laughs> <laughs> My husband but I can I, talk with Dina because she speaks sport. <laughs> I, I, superficially, yes. I, yeah. if, if my husband and I were talking about that last night, and um, we talked about different teams that we liked. I have a list of teams I like. Sure. I have a list of teams that I I like to root against. I, right. I don't like, and um, and so. And I, I told him, I do understand the objective of the game of football. Sure. You know, I was raised in the South. I mean, football's you, king, yeah, you know, right. we love it. Yeah. Um, he's more a baseball, softball fan. I, I, I'm not, but, you know, mm-hmm. we, we've, we've met. <laughs> we don't watch either one. Um, but I said, you know, when I was a kid, a teenager, you know, I understood it. I couldn't tell you names of very many of the players. Um, you know, you get into plays and strategies, and I don't know. I just know what you're supposed to do with the football. But if there are a couple of teams playing that I didn't really have feelings one way or the other, they are just right. one of the other teams in the league, that I had a very sporty way of picking which team I was rooting for. It was which mascot I liked better. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, if you got dolphins playing against lions, well, I love dolphins. I love the water, so I root for the dolphins. Sure, you know, sure. So I'm sorry to all the lions fans out there, yeah. but you well, know. my my re- I grew up on football. <laughs> we played football in our backyard. Mm-hmm. Same type of thing. Went to our, all the football games as I was yeah. growing up, and our high school played, and so I I knew about football, but I picked my my team's a little differently. Oh, how do you pick yours? Well, whoever the cute guy in the class liked, that was my favorite team. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) It worked for me. The best looking quarterback. (laughs) I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore. Very deeply stained within no more but the master of the sea heard my despairing cry from the waters lifted me safe am I
Jesus completely saves. He will lift you by his love out of the angry waves. He's the master of the sea, billows his will obey. Be your Savior wants to be, be saved, be saved today. Love lifted me, love lifted me, when nothing else could help, love lifted me. This is Bruce Fry, and you're listening today to Faith Music Radio. And print, that's a wrap. <laughs> My brother's laughing at me. Have you been putting off estate planning? Every year you say, I'm going to take care of it, and yet it's not done. Why not resolve to take the opportunity to get that done this year and call Sheets, Charles & Charles at 812-476-2762. That's 812-476-2762. Make an appointment and let certified elder law attorney Stephen Charles help you navigate this important part of your financial life. Stephen and Lindsay Charles are professionals and they care. Stop by their office at 4828 Lincoln Avenue right behind Barnes & Noble or give them a call and set up an appointment. 812-476-2762. You'll be glad you did. Soon see his appearing, and this. 
this could be the hour, oh, this could be the day, when the saints from every nation will lose their gravitation in the middle of the air, be caught away, and I believe he's coming back like he said. Trumpet's gonna sound so loud One day it'll wake the dead In the twinkling of an eye He'll split the eastern sky And I believe he's coming back Like he said And I believe he's coming back Like he said Trumpet's gonna sound so loud One day it'll wake the dead In the twinkling of an eye He'll split the eastern sky And I believe he's coming back Like he said In the twinkling of an eye He'll split the eastern sky Ed Russ and the Old Fashioned Quartet from their latest album, an old convention song title of the album there, and the song, I believe he's coming back like he said. Amen. So, Dina, I wanted to talk about football and the Uh return of Jesus Christ. Well, we already talked about both of those. We we have talked about football. We've mentioned Jesus Christ is coming back. And I want to talk about both both of those again. All righty. You're the quarterback. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You know, we've got the Super Bowl coming up. We do. And so many exciting things happening concerning football, M&M's changing their name, um, all kinds of things. Did you know that, Dina? No. Yes. You caught me. Yes, I I don't. It's 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 a campaign that's leading up to the Super Bowl because they're famous for the commercials. Sure. And M&M's announced has announced that they are cha- they have changed they have changed their names. What, you cannot get M and M's anymore. What do you buy then? Mayas. Mayas. M A Y A. Mayas. Okay. Do you know what that stands for? It's true. It has something to do with their new spokesperson, oh. which, who I don't know, mm-hmm. but it was the weirdest commercial I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. I'm sure there's people out there who thought it was so cool, but I'm just saying it I'm gonna was so weird to I'm going to have to go look it up after this the radio has, program. This has nothing to do with what I was going to talk about. Of course not. <laughs> so, Fumble. <laughs> so, have you ever had that moment when you felt the Lord had returned and you were left behind? Yes, <laughs> okay. I have. Well, you can tell yours in a little bit. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell mine first. I, I, I want to hear yours. <laughs> <laughs> so I had I had that moment when I was about 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And I had walked it out for salvation, um, you know, when I was about eight or nine. Not okay. sure exactly when, probably about nine. But I, I didn't really get assurance of my salvation until I was 16 years old. 
Okay. So I doubted for a long time mm-hmm. and had you know, struggled. Yeah, I struggled yeah. for a long time. Um, I knew my dad was a Christian, and we had gone to a football game. Okay. And it was a state champion football game. Ooh. And our our team was in the state championship. Woo-hoo. They were having it on our field, mm-hmm. and we and we were excited. Yes. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the game, boom, the lights went out. Oh. Everywhere. It was dark. Ooh. It was a clear night. Okay. There was no storms. The lights went out. And they they lost electricity. Yes, they did. Okay. And so they were going to move the game to the next town over. Well, we weren't that passionate. Our family was mm-hmm. just going just to be out, you know. Sure. So we, we headed home, and I could not wait to get home. Oh. I, my dad didn't my dad was blind he didn't go to the game okay so I I knew that if my dad were home mm-hmm. sitting in his chair we're good I was good uh-huh. and and it had not and the rapture had not happened and I w- I was okay and I had not been left behind oh my goodness so we get home yeah and my dad was not sitting in his chair oh no. I, I take off running down the hallway, calling my dad. Uh-huh. He goes, what's wrong with you, Janice? <laughs> I said, oh, you're here. words you've ever heard. <laughs> oh, you're here. He goes, yes, I'm here. Where'd you think I'd be? <laughs> I can hear it like you weren't in your chair. <laughs> and so I began to tell him, you know, the electricity wasn't off on that side of town. And, uh-huh. and the reason the electricity's went off and everyone was okay, but a man was cleaning his gun. In his house, it was uh-huh. loaded. Oh. It went through the wall. Uh huh. Hit his wife, who was expecting, <gasps> and the ambulance came, uh-huh. got her, and um, and hit a telephone pole going out of town that knocked the lights off. Oh, but my I want goodness. you to know, baby, mom, everybody was okay. Oh, praise the Lord! <laughs> but I and during all of that, I had this moment that the Lord had come back. And yeah, <laughs> was scared to I, death. I, I think it's funny that that you, as a child, immediately connected a sudden blackout with a, with the rapture. Absolutely, it, it's, yeah. It's it's funny how you know our minds work, especially as children. It's like all and of a sudden, boom. Worst and case especially scenario. when you are in a church that teaches, yeah, the the return of Jesus Christ. There will be a meeting in the middle of the air. Make Amen. sure you know you're on your way to heaven. first met Jesus down on my knees at an altar where I got saved. I met him in the quiet of my heart at the sunrise start of a brand new day. I met him in the darkest night when his light was the answer to my prayer. And those times were sweet, but they can't compete with a meeting in the middle of the air. Oh, I Dreaming of a meeting on a hallelujah morning When the trumpet of the Lord is gonna sound When the dead in Christ arise And those who are alive shall see His glory coming down Finally face to face I will surely say There's nothing that compares Cause whether I'm alive and breathing Or if there's a grave for leaving There will never be a meeting Like a meeting in the middle of the air
Well, I've sung his praises so many days in the church house with his saints. And those days were dear with his presence near, but the bell still separates. Though I turn my eyes toward the eastern skies, wondering when I'll see him there. I can hardly wait for that glorious day, the great, great meeting in the air. Oh, I'm dreaming of a meeting on a hallelujah morning when the trumpet of the Lord is going to sound. When the dead in Christ arise and those who are alive shall see his glory coming down. Finally, face to face, I will surely say there's nothing that compares. Whether I'm alive and breathing or if there's a grave we're leaving, there will never be a meeting like a meeting in the middle of the air. Oh, I'm dreaming of a meeting on a hallelujah morning when the trumpet of the Lord is going to sound. When the dead in Christ rise and those who are alive shall see His glory coming down. Finally, face to face, I will surely say there's nothing that compares. Whether I'm alive and breathing or if there's a grave for leaving, there will never be a meeting like a meeting. Whether I'm alive and breathing or if there's a grave for leaving, there will never be a meeting. There will never be a meeting like a meeting in the middle of the air. Coming up in just a few minutes, right after this song by the Sounds of Faith, a word of encouragement with Vicki Mutchler. Celebration beyond compare And when He comes He will come like a thief In the night And I believe that His coming's drawing nigh And I believe that when He comes He's gonna take us home with Him And I believe He's coming any time and no man knows the other day we're gonna leave this world behind so be sure and be ready to meet him are you ready now to go my friend now's the time to start living right for his coming is nigh at the And I believe He's coming back again. And when He comes, He will come like a thief in the night. And I believe that His coming's drawing nigh. And I believe that when He comes, He's gonna take us home with Him. And I. Coming back home. 
Here's today's word of encouragement from Mrs. Vicki Mutchler. Oh my goodness, I could smell you a mile off. Have you ever heard that? You know, in 2 Corinthians 2.15, it says, We are unto God a sweet savor of Christ. The sense of smell. It tells us someone is around. It tells us if food's going to be good, which food's to eat, which one's not to eat. Actually, taste is 75% smell. We have discovered that smell makes a difference in how others treat you or relate to you. But how can God use us to cast a fragrance of himself to others? We want to be the aroma for God that reflects Jesus Christ. He was the fragrance of life. Think about it. When he was born, the wise men brought him frankincense and myrrh. Frankincense is an ingredient used in making perfume for the most holy place in the tabernacle, and myrrh was an aromatic resin used in perfumes and and uh, clothes to deodorize them, given as a gift, and it was also used to embalm bodies. All because of Jesus, when I accepted him, I lost my vile odor and became a sweet fragrance to God, a pleasing odor. It is said that life stinks. Remember, dead things stink. But we are no longer dead. We're alive in Christ. Take a whiff. How do you smell? Are you a sweet fragrance of God? Mrs. Vicki Mutchler is the wife of Pastor Mike Mutchler of Grandview Baptist Church in Beaver Creek, Oregon, where they've ministered together for over 30 years. Word of Encouragement is a production of Faith Music Radio. For additional resources from Mrs. Mutchler and her daily word of encouragement, visit Faith Music Radio online at www.faithmusicradio.com. Word of Encouragement is a production of Faith Music Radio. And happy Monday. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. Yes, it is. Dina Talbert joins me today. We're going to be back and we've, we've been talking about football. A little bit. Mm -hmm. A little bit about football and a lot about the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. And I shared my experience um, of when I thought the Lord had come and I was left behind. Mm -hmm. It was a scary experience for me. So when we come back in just a bit, Dina's going to share her experience. (laughs) And so stay with us for that. But we have Bruce and Sammy Fry up next. And this song is called All Because of Jesus. You're listening to Faith Music Radio. As I think of home in heaven, I confess to my surprise The Lord in His mercy chose a sinner such as I He's given me eternal life and opened up my eyes I know I don't deserve so much, but I know the reason why It's all because of Jesus It's all because of Him All because He loves me Suffered for my sins 
It's all because of Calvary, all because He came, all because He's given and risen from the grave. When I pause and then consider all the blessings in my life, those I cherish most, my children and my wife. And I remember mom and dad, their love and sacrifice. I know I don't deserve so much, but I know the reason why. It's all because of Jesus, it's all because of Him. All because He loves me Suffered for my sin It's all because of Calvary All because He came All because He's given And risen from the grave Now I have such peace and purpose in a world so full of strife a Joy unspeakable As I serve Him and abide His Spirit dwells within me His Word my faithful guide I know I don't deserve so much But I know the reason why It's all because of Jesus all because of Him All because He loves me and Suffered for my sin It's all because of Calvary All because He came All because He's given And risen from the grave It's all because of Calvary all because He came, all because He's given and risen from the grave. A Christ-honoring station in the heart of the nation, Faith 1180. Is there junk piling up around your house? Wish you could just get rid of it with a swipe of your hand? Well, waving your hands won't do it, but using your fingers to call 812-598-6300 can make that happen for you. Complete hauling will haul off that old couch, clear out your basement or your garage, they'll even clear the whole house out for you. Did someone move out of one of your rental properties and leave you with a bunch of junk that they don't want? Call Complete Hauling at 812-598-6300 and get rid of all of your unwanted items very easily. Again, call 812-598-6300 today. Lately I've been thinking as I look all around me I see by the signs that we're soon gonna be Bridegroom is coming back to take us all away. It may be tomorrow, 
but I pray that it's today And we will fly away in the twinkling of an eye Leaving all our heartaches and telling them all the Lord in the air for the marriage supper of the Lamb. And I am excited about that. Dina, mm-hmm. my dad used to say, mm-hmm. speaking of my dad, that went for his funeral, it didn't happen. Sorry, Dad. I'm sure I'm going to get in trouble when we get to heaven. He wanted the wedding march played at his funeral. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was that was just something he wanted. I think we mentioned that at the funeral. <laughs> yeah, he would have had this. Oh, that's yeah. what he would have he he wanted, and um, he, he be- understood what it was about. Yes. What death was about. Yes. It was, it's about going home. For a Christian. Yeah. And so um, we've all had that moment. If mm-hmm. you've been raised in a Bible-believing church, a church mm-hmm. that uh, that t- teaches the return of Jesus Christ, teaches the rapture, if you were brought up in church like that, then yeah. you've had the moment. You've had a moment. <laughs> <laughs> when you thought the Lord had come back and you were left behind. I told about mine earlier. You did. Dina's going to share her experience now. Yours was was pretty impressive. I mean, a massive power outage, unexpected in the middle of a football game, no less. (laughs) That would just rock my world. Absolutely. Um, 
as a child, I used to have once in a while, not on a regular basis, but I'd have very vivid dreams. Mm-hmm. And mine was a dream. Um, I don't remember for sure how old I was. I just remember the night. And it may or may not have been right after my church showed um, the movie that was going around back then, A Thief in the Night or something sure, like that. Sure, sure. Um, I did not watch the whole thing because partway into it, I got scared and buried my face yeah. in my dad's arm. You know, yeah, mine, daddy was my protector, and I didn't watch the rest of it. I just listened. <laughs> mine might have been the night um, not long after they showed the film that was going around when I was young, uh-huh. um, and this was in the 70s. It was called The Burning Hell. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know if you ever saw that one. But I did not see it. Intense. I've heard of it. Yeah. Intense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, as a child who grew up without TV, that was one of the first, you know, movies, intense movies I had ever seen. Sure. It was too much for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> so, um, so that may have been, you know, playing in the back of my mind or something. But anyway, I woke up from a dream that the rapture had happened and I was running through in, in the dream, you know, how places converge. They're, yeah. you know, they're, way far you know the grocery store your church your school halls and yeah and i can't find and i was finding some people mm-hmm. and they they were shocked and upset as i was that they weren't there you know <laughs> <laughs> that they were still there and um you know and i i don't remember who all i talked to but i was looking for one of my teachers and she wasn't there she was gone wow. no question i couldn't find the pastor of course the pastor was gone duh um <laughs> but i woke up from that i think rather suddenly and i was so disoriented i it took me a minute to figure out i was in my bedroom and oh that had to have been a dream this couldn't be but i seem to have remembered going home and just crying and being upset and um so i was like was i really dreaming or did that really happen i'll go to mom and dad's bedroom when i see them lying in bed we're good because yeah. there's no question, my parents won't be here if if the rapture happened. Right. But if they're here, it hasn't happened. I'm. It was just a dream. Good. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> R- same as you. I <laughs> ran down to my parents' bedroom and they weren't there. <laughs> and um, there was no sign of my dad whatsoever. And my mom's robe and nightgown were laying on her bed on her side of the bed, and it wow. wasn't made. Wow. And my mom is a make the bed every single morning person. Sure. And I have no idea what time it was. It was early morning, but not like two o'clock. It was later than that. And... I was just standing there like, this can't be happening. This, I, I know I got saved. This can't be happening. I know I'm saved. And I heard sounds in the bathroom. I think the shower yeah. was running or something. And I ran to the door and I listened until I heard moving around. Yeah, yeah. And I went back. To, I tiptoed back to my bedroom, got back under the covers. And I'm like, mommy's in there. It's okay. <laughs> I think my dad had gone to work sure, already. Sure. You know, yeah. and it's just, it was the most... You know how they talk about the hair on the back of your neck prickling or the heat coming up like I was in trouble or something. And I was like just in complete denial. That can't be. Obviously, that's what it is because these people are gone. But that can't be. I would be gone. I wouldn't be here. (laughs) And I was just like, do I need to make sure I'm saved? You know? It, it can cause a lot of emotions. I can tell you, for the Christian who has received Christ as their Savior, the return of Christ is something we look forward to. Yes, it is. It's something we're ready for. Right. Uh, but for someone who doesn't know for sure they're going to heaven when they die, someone who hasn't received Christ as their Savior, it can be a scary thing. And it should be. It should be. Um, yeah. Uh, because... 
you need to make sure that you have a home in heaven. There is a most blessed peace and security, and that's a gift from our loving Father. When you know that you know where you're going. And you can know. And you can. He gives us that gift. For um, the Bible teaches us, um, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life. Amen. And that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. We have the Word of God that shows us how we can know and how we can be ready to go to heaven one day. And if you need someone to to, um, share that with you, you can call us here at Faith Music Radio, 800-600-7230. That's Mm -hmm. our number, 800-600-7230. Or just reach out to us um, through the contact information at faithmusicradio.com. We'll be happy to show you from the Bible how you can know for sure you have a home in heaven. Um, We want everyone who listens to Faith Music Radio to be ready ready when the day comes when jesus returns ready when it's your turn to die Mm -hmm. ready to walk in jerusalem here's another song by the sounds of faith and you're listening nope not sounds of faith old-fashioned quartet yep you're listening to faith Just like John, I wanna be ready. I wanna be ready. Oh, I wanna be ready. Are you ready to walk? Are you ready? Are you ready to walk? Are you ready? Are you ready to walk? Are you ready to walk in Jerusalem? Just like John, I wanna be ready. I wanna be ready. Just like John, I want to be ready, I want to be ready, oh I want to be ready. Are you ready to walk? Are you ready? Are you ready to walk? Are you ready? Are you ready to walk? Are you ready to walk in Jerusalem? Just like John, John said the city was just four square. Walk in Jerusalem just like John declared he'd meet me there walking in jerusalem just like john oh john oh john what do you say walk in jerusalem just like john that i'll be there in the coming day walk in jerusalem just like john i want to be Just like John, I want to be ready, I want to be ready, oh I want to be ready. Are you ready to walk? Are you ready? Are you ready to walk? Are you ready? Are you ready to walk? Are you ready to walk in Jerusalem? Just like John, I am ready to walk, I am ready to walk, I am ready to walk, yes I'm ready to walk. I am 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 ready
You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. I'm Janice. In the studio with me is Dina Talbert. Dina, we all have those times in our lives. God is guiding us. He promises that he will. Yes, he does. We can know that, but sometimes we see it. Mm-hmm. And we see the blessings and we say, God's right there with us. And yeah. and we feel that. And sometimes it's just the little things. It is. I had that exact um, experience this weekend. And I've called it my little silly blessing. <laughs> Your little, okay. <laughs> little silly blessing. And I like those little silly blessings. Yeah. You know, we have big prayer requests in our lives. 
And some of the biggest God has answered for me. Some of my biggest God has not answered yet. Mm -hmm. It's uh, his answer right now is wait on me. (laughs) Right. right. The Um, answer is wait, no, or yes. Exactly. (laughs) And I'm I'm in a waiting period. Sounds like something you'd say to your kids. (laughs) Very much so. Yes. And so, but then there are myriad small things that we ask for, you know, up a quick prayer of, you know, maybe you're pulling the clothes out of the dryer. God, please let the whole load be dry this time, you know, sure, <laughs> whatever. Sure. Um, and looking back, those are not major in the scheme of life. But um, I had been cleaning out something um, and found some coins. And so um, I was in a hurry on Saturday morning getting ready to go on bus visitation. And I grabbed those few coins and stuck them in my pocket, noticed a quarter and a nickel and whatever the rest of it is stuck in my pocket. And um, and then I got ready to go and realized, you know, I like to take a little, you know, lollipop or Smarties or some kind of candy, a treat to the to the kids I'm visiting to see if they'll come the next morning. And I was low on stock. So I stopped by the store to buy another bag and I got to the register and I was wanting to pay cash I, I try to do cash I hate recording a whole bunch of debit cards and yeah you know and <laughs> so I was like Lord I know I got 30 cents in my pocket I hate carrying coins um, they accumulate they make noise they they get heavy I just I don't like carrying coins and I said so let it hit that 30 cents so that I can get rid of some of these coins and not have so many and um, so I rang things up, and my total on the register came to $8.56. I was more like, than 30 cents. That's more than 30 cents. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. So I pulled the coins out of my pocket to see exactly what I had. I know I didn't get close. Guess how much money I had in coins. Well, I'm going to take a wild pocket. guess here, Dina. Wild guess. So that it was 56 cents. It was exactly <laughs> 56 cents. On the penny, the the one penny, yes. And uh, so I pulled out the bills and I paid um, my 56, the 56 cents part of it with 56 cents and walked out of that store with zero coins in my pocket, exactly how I wanted it to be. (laughs) And at that moment, when I looked in my hand and counted that, I, my very first thought, honest, I I, I promise I'm not, I'm not making this up was, God, you did that. Yeah. 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 You did that so for you, me. You gave him the glory for it. <laughs> I'm sure the person that was attending the self-check registers was like, what is that lady's deal? <laughs> She's just grinning like a fool over there. And, uh, you know, I walked out and they said, thank you for coming. I said, God is good. Have a great day. And they just looked at me and I kept going. <laughs> well, he knows everything about us. He, he certainly does. does. We're going to go into the noon hour of 11 to 1 with the song, He Knows My Name, sung by Paul Chapman and his son here, Don't Forget. You'll get to hear from Loretta Walker on CW Today. So stay right here with Faith Music Radio. He counts the stars, one and all. He knows how much sand is on the shores. He sees every sparrow that falls. He made the mountains and the seas. He's in control of everything. Of all creatures great and small And He knows my name Every step that I take Every move that I make Every tear that I cry He knows my name When I'm overwhelmed by the pain 
can't see the light of day I know I'll be just fine Cause he knows my name Don't know what tomorrow may bring I can't tell you what's in store I don't know a lot of things I don't have all the answers To the questions of life But I know in whom I have believed And he knows my name Every step that I take Every move that I make Every tear that I cry He knows my name When I'm overwhelmed by the pain Can't see the light of day I know I'll be just fine Cause He knows my name He knew who I was When He carried my cross He knew fail him but he took the loss and he knows my name every step that I take every move that I make every tear that I cry he knows my name when I'm overwhelmed by the pain can't see the light of Cause he knows my name Every step that I take Every move that I make Every tear that I cry And he knows my name When I'm overwhelmed by the pain Can't see the light of day I know I'll be just fine Cause he knows my name. Welcome to CW Today, a daily five minute program dedicated to helping women with their life relationships. Hosted by Veteran Ladies Conference speaker and the editor of Christian Womanhood Magazine, Mrs. Loretta Walker. The closer a woman's heart is to the heart of God, the better able she is to thrive in her relationships with others. In that spirit, here's the host of CW Today, Mrs. Loretta Walker. I don't know about you, but when I read the some of the prophets, I sort of trudge through it a little bit. Can I be honest with you? I do it because it's part of my Bible reading plan, but I don't often understand what's going on. And I know uh, Jeremiah is the weak, weeping prophet, so I try to pay attention a little bit extra because I, he went through so much hardship. Um, and the other day when I was reading uh, Jeremiah 1, 4 through 10, I, I actually, you know, when you ask God, he'll give you something out of it. And so I got something out of this, and I want to share with you this. Jeremiah 4, 1, 4 through 10, Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. 
But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to, to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down and to build and to plant. And here it is that God explains to Jeremiah that he had a calling. He explains to Jeremiah what his plan for him to do. And so I started thinking about us ladies. And you know what? We have a calling. And we better understand what our calling is. Last night I uh, babysat my grandkids. The, we try to encourage our kids to have a date night each week where they just give attention to each other. And I try to babysit for them to have it. Well, my calling last night at 5 o'clock was to stop doing everything else and give attention to my grandkids. And let me, can I tell you that was hard? Now, I know some of you grandparents out there said, oh, I would never have problems. But, you know, I'm just so focused on work that I have to make myself do what I'm called to do at the time that I'm there, you know. Uh, I read a post on Facebook the, uh, this morning that said, uh, be where you're at today. And I thought, you know, that is one of my problems because sometimes I'm supposed to be here and I'm thinking about being over here. So anyway, when the kids came over, I said, now, and I purposely have to do this. I'm, I, this is what I'm supposed to do right now. And so I fed them. We played together. I got books out. We read. I tried to get my coloring books out, but I left my crayons at Agape. <laughs> so I got to go buy some crayons. And we played a lot of giggle stuff and just chased each other. And I got toys out and played with them with the toys. And you know, about three hours, I just intensely watched them and played with them and had a good time. I had a good time. Once you give yourself to what you're called to do, you enjoy it because I enjoy doing what God wants me to do. So I'm just saying to you, I'm using this as an illustration to encourage you. What are you called to do today? Take each moment as you're called to do whatever that is and do it and do it cheerfully and do it because you enjoy doing it and do it because you know God wants you to do it and be in that moment and do do what your calling is you know I know Jeremiah here you know God said before I formed thee in the belly I knew thee now God knows Loretta Walker and he knows how hard it is for me to focus on what I'm supposed to do for just this moment and so I think this was a reminder for me uh to do your calling for that moment, you know, and whatever your priority is for that t amount of time, that's what you're supposed to do. Isn't that exciting? Do your calling. What is your calling? Make sure and be what you're supposed to be for God today, each and every moment, by um, focusing on what your task is for that moment. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Thanks, Miss Loretta. CW Today is a production of Faith Music Radio. For additional material about Loretta Walker, CW Today, and about Christian Womanhood Magazine, visit Faith Music Radio online at www.faithmusicradio.com. 
And happy Monday. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio, 11 to 1 programming designed with ladies in mind. And I'm Janice, your host till 1 o'clock, bringing you, pro- bringing you I'm going to say it again. I'm your host <laughs> and along, joining me today on Monday, because it's Monday. It is Monday. Is Dina Talbot. <laughs> and we've got some great music coming your way and coming up during the noon hour. Um, we're, we're not going to be talking about football. And uh, we might mention the second coming of Christ. It's just a part of the Christian life. Amen. But we will be talking about day 72 of the Loser Bible Study Series. And if you want to learn more about the Loser Bible Study Series, you can go to the 11 to 1 page at faithmusicradio.com. And there's a blog there with all of the posts up to day 72 Mm -hmm. um, blog posts. And we're going to 100, 100 days of being a loser. There you go. And so we'll be talking about day 72, which um, just dropped um, this morning in the blog. And and it's called, I Don't Want to Lose You. Everything is about a lost or lose. Every, mm-hmm. every one of them have lost or lose in the title. And it's all based on the word lose from Mark 8.35. And that word lose is a Greek word that means to fully destroy. Mm. And uh, so Mark 835, you can look it up. Here's a great song for you. Oval Baptist Church, The Power of the Cross. We'll be back, so stay right here with Faith Music Radio.
This programming is brought to you in part by Charlie's Electric. For all of your electrical needs, call Charlie's Electric at 812-867-1491. Whether it's commercial, industrial, or residential, Charlie and his boys can do the job for you. That's Charlie's Electric at area code 812-867-1491. Family-friendly radio that's Bible-based and Christ-centered. Faith Music Radio. I used to travel down a sinful road Struggling to stand beneath the heavy load I grew downhearted as the days went by Satan just whispered there's no need to try One day the Savior came into my way He said, my child don't quit, I'm here to stay He pardoned me and took away my strife And giving up is now a way of life Thrown in the towel on my old way of living Giving up on everything that I used to be Quitting all my doubting cause I know I am forgiven I know that God has made a change in me are struggling beneath your sin, if you are looking for a way to win, you can get victory through the Savior's grace, just start your quitting on your sinful ways. Thrown in the towel on my old way of living, giving up on everything that I used to be, quitting all my doubting cause I know I am forgiven. I know that God has made a change in me, in me. Thrown in the towel on my old way of living, giving up on everything that I used to be. Quitting all my doubting, cause I know I am forgiven. I know that God has made a change in me. I know that God has made a change. Giving up on my old way of living, Faith Men Quartet. And that's what we all have to do. We have to lose our life. That's right. And find it in the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is what this Bible study, the loser Bible study, I call it. I know it's not a, it doesn't sound like a great name, but it's it's the basis of the Christian life, losing our life and finding it in Christ. For whosoever will lose his life for my sake and the gospels, Jesus said, the same shall save it. It's a paradox that you have to live to understand it. It takes faith yeah. to give it up, lose it, yeah. and then then see what God does with what you've given up, given to him, and what he brings about in someone's life. It's um, There's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. Well, the word, for, the Greek word for lose is found 100 times in your King James Bible. Mm-hmm. And so this is what started off. I like words. This is what started off the Loser Bible Study Series. And so for today, we're in Luke chapter 13. We'll, we'll get to that in just mm-hmm. a little bit. The key verse for today is verse 5. But um, there's a little parable right after um, that 
that um, I, I really, um, this story, as I was reading the parable after Luke 5, I think it's 6 through 9, it really, really um, spoke to my heart. Mm-hmm. You see, in this parable, we see a dresser of the vineyard. He wanted to give this little fig tree a little more time mm-hmm. and tender, loving care, some TLC, yes. before cutting it down. And mm-hmm. again, we're going to talk about that in a bit. But I want to relate a story to you that happened to me years ago. Okay. My first husband, Jeff Jones, was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. He was fighting a battle with leukemia. This is the first time he was in the hospital. Um And it was during this time, five months in the hospital, that the Lord brought about an amazing miracle where we were able to see a family of five receive Christ as their Savior. Wow. So he he's in the hospital. He's undergoing what 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 they call a bone marrow transplant. And they are intense. Mm-hmm. to say the least. Yes. They kill every blood cell in your body mm-hmm. and then give you someone else's bone, bone marrow, marrow to produce, to produce mm-hmm. blood. Okay, but they have to kill every blood cell. They kill they definitely they they take you to the point of death. But yes. <laughs> so and um yeah. So when you're in this hospital, when you don't have blood, you don't have white blood cell counts, you have nothing to fight infection. Mm-hmm. And so that part of the hospital was set off from the rest of the hospital. Everything was sterilized on a whole nother level. Mm-hmm everything was right. just it's another level and you know how sterile hospitals are yes or, or at least supposed to be um, <laughs> no one's gonna say that but yes we, we, we know the reputation <laughs> so but it, literally this place was clean visitors um, who came to visit he had to be healthy you couldn't be sick mm-hmm. um, they only allowed so many in the room at a time of course um, they had to wear a mask they had to put gowns on over their clothes right. the hospital gowns mm-hmm. um, they had to don these shoe coverings mm-hmm. and then they had to wash their hands in this special sterilizing solution right and so in the blog I have a picture of the place where you washed your hands and a picture of our oldest starter at the time who um who uh, <laughs> was all dressed up to go see her daddy, mm-hmm. you know, preparing for prepared for the visit. And and I would bring our three children to see their dad each weekend. And it was a process. I'm sure. Oh, but we had such a sweet time, you yeah. know, in the room. Yeah. And so and they were one and two and four at the time. <laughs> That's a, that's, young, young. That's a heartful. <laughs> There's a picture of them there visiting uh-huh. their dad as well. But there were 12 patients in this ward. Okay. Just 12 patients. And they were all undergoing bone marrow transplants. Mm. So we spent five months on the leukemia ward with these patients. Of course, some of them didn't make it through mm-hmm. their transplant. Right. Most of them kept to themselves in their own rooms. Mm. But not Jeff. so he visited and Mm -hmm. he witnessed as the lord allowed you see he was a little passionate a little about (laughs) about it because he didn't have he knew he didn't feel he had much time Mm -hmm. and he didn't feel they had much time right and so the winning of the craig family began when a singing group a tour group a summer tour group accompanied the dr and mrs pete cowling from our alma mater 
Hiles Anderson College stopped by to visit us. Okay. And so I'm going to pick up the story, but I want to play a song by Hiles Anderson College called The Value of One. Mm -hmm. And um, they have re they recorded here in the past at Faith Music Missions. A lot of colleges come up and record at Faith Music yes, Missions. And this is one sung by them called The Value of One. Right after this song, we'll pick up where we left off and share with you how the Craig family, a family of five, um, received Christ as their savior. You're listening to Faith Music Radio. Could it be that up in heaven God is sitting on his throne Anticipating another sinner Would soon become his own Years of wasted living And years of toil and strife are just about to be over as he receives the gift of life. Go sound the horn, strike up the choir. A sinner is saved, saved from the fire. No more in darkness, he's received my son. All heaven's rejoicing. That's the value of one. Soften up their hearts All he needs is a willing servant To simply do his part Can you imagine up in heaven The joy there'll be that day As a sinner bows his head to pray Can't you hear the Father And it's so true. All of heaven rejoices when one soul receives Christ as their Savior. Absolutely written in Scripture. Yes. And we're going to talk about the winning of a whole family, a family of five. Amen. And um, the Hauser Anderson College stopped by to visit my husband, my mm -hmm. first husband, when he was undergoing a bone marrow transplant 
at the hospital. And of course, they waited in the waiting room outside the leukemia ward. Mm-hmm. And But while they waited in that hospital, there were people sitting in the waiting room. They sang. And that, that's what these tour groups would do. Um, they would sing different places. Sometimes they'd go to a restaurant. Instead of just praying a prayer, they would sing a prayer. Oh, wow. And people would clap yeah. around them and stuff like that. It was always, it was always a fun thing. I yeah. never never was a part of it, but I got to witness it. Yeah. And, um, and, and um, but I, I never was in a singing group. I know that's sad. Yeah, me but... neither. Not, I've never toured, didn't get into any college no, stuff. No, no, none of that. But I always admired those who did and could. <laughs> yes. So. But they, while they waited in this waiting room, they sang, they witnessed, and they ministered to the families How neat. who were going through the tragic tragedy of knowing they had a family member who had leukemia. Yeah. And so this sweet group of ladies were able to lead a man and his two daughters to the Lord. Okay. You see, this family had come from Massachusetts for special experimental transplants that they were only doing at this hospital. Okay. And they were only doing it at this time, and I, I've never heard of them doing it again. Okay. Um, you've heard of bone marrow transplants where you have to find a match. Right. These were mismatched transplants. Okay. So there's supposed to be six things out of six that match. Mm-hmm. And that makes a perfect match and makes you, uh, uh, you're able to be this person's donor. Right. But they were doing five and four out of six. Okay. And um, to see if that would adapt, the body would adapt to that. Yeah. Okay. And so, so anyhow, um, and uh, so they, my, Michael, the, their brother, their son and brother was there because he, none of his, his two siblings, his mom and dad were not perfect matches. Okay. He needed a mismatch transplant. So their son was the patient. Jeff had one sister, and she was a perfect match. We lived in the wow. Columbia, so we were able to just go there with as a perfect match. Yeah, absolutely. And so then that was a miracle with one sibling yeah. to be a perfect match. But anyhow, the, 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 the wife or the mom, you know, um, Colette, she wasn't in the waiting room. Just mm-hmm. the dad and the two girls were. She was back with her 12-year-old son, Michael. And when she came out to the waiting room and when she learned that her husband and daughters had prayed, trusting Christ as her Savior, she was she she got angry. In fact, mm-hmm. she didn't just get angry. She got livid. Oh wow! She was pretty upset with them. Hmm. And um, so after that, she never let Jeff go in and visit with Michael. Okay. She just blocked the door. She she wasn't interested in hearing the gospel, mm-hmm. and she didn't want Michael to hear it for sure. Okay. So, but Jeff desperately wanted to witness to Michael as he did with all the the patients sure. on the floor. Because he worried that he might not make it through the transplant. So he began to pray for an opportunity. Mm. So one day when Colette went to run a few errands, Jeff went and visited Michael. Wow. <laughs> I think he must have been in the hall. He saw her leave with her purse. He said, this is this is my opportunity. Yeah. He goes in there and he, I remember him relaying the story to me. He tells Michael, they could visit each other, but we couldn't visit the other patients. Oh, okay. It was the way it was set up, but they, the, sure. the patients could visit each other. He goes in there and he says, no, Michael, you and I know that we might not make it. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing he says to this 12-year-old boy. Yeah. I'm like, boy, you're scary. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> but it I, was true. He was truthful with he him. He was truthful yeah. with him. He had to tell him the truth. And so he began to share with Michael about heaven and about God's free gift of eternal life. 
And Michael listened to the gospel, and he sweetly received Christ as his Savior. Praise the Lord. A number, a number of the patients had received Christ. Some of them wouldn't listen to him at all, of course, mm-hmm. but a number of them received Christ. So the bone marrow transplant, and then, um, you know, within a few months, they found out that the bone marrow transplant was a, was a success for Michael. Oh, Wow. And they, yeah, and he went home, and um, Jeff kind of regretted he never did get to witness to Colette, Mm -hmm. but he got their address. Okay, and he began to write to her, Mm. the mom. So the dad, the two girls, the brother had gotten saved Mm -hmm. within six months after getting out of the hospital. We learned that Michael had suddenly passed away. Oh, wow. Just all of a sudden. Um, but it wasn't from leukemia. Mm-hmm. It wasn't from complications from the transplant. Mm. Michael had appendicitis. <gasps> You're kidding. You see, when the Lord wants you, he wants you. It is your time. Yeah. And so the doctors thought it was a complication from the transplant. Oh, okay. And that makes misdiagnosis cost Michael his life. Oh, my goodness. So. Oh, how do you. <laughs> oh, as a parent, how do you deal with that? Yeah, oh, my goodness. Yeah, you do so much to save a child's life, and they die of appendicitis. So yeah. Jeff reached. That happens. Yeah, so he reached out to Colette again. Yeah. Um, and this is the miracle. When Michael was dying, Colette had Jeff's first letter in her hand. And it was in that letter that Jeff told Colette how Michael had received Christ and would spend eternity in heaven. He carefully explained the gospel, and wouldn't she like to be sure that she would spend eternity in heaven with Michael, Mm. her husband, and her daughters? Mm. And so as Michael was dying, Colette received Christ and wrote Jeff to let him know. Wow. That is an amazing story, isn't it? So much um, hope out of a tragic tragic turn of events and right. circumstances yeah but you know it's amazing what the lord brings you to in your life so that you will find him and receive him you yes know, and know that he loves you right. um but she not only received christ but we we started a church um a few months after jeff got out of the hospital and mm-hmm. um, we invited the doctors and nurses from the leukemia ward and she brought a gift for each of the doctors and nurses donated oh. to our church to give to them. Wow. So even she wasn't bitter. Yeah. She it's, brought gifts gener- for them. There. Yeah. And um and to support it and and um supported our the opening of our church. Oh, it was good. just such a blessing. Um but there's a lesson in all this and the lesson is about the vine dresser. The lesser the lesson is about being patient. Mm-hmm. And and taking the time and giving some care, yeah. And this is what Jesus does for us. This is how the Lord used. I believe He used used Jeff in that instance mm-hmm. to win this family because it took time. Yeah, it took patience. It took loving care. But this is how God works with us. And we'll come back to that in just a bit. Um, I'm going to play this song. It's a rejoicing song to me. It's just called Jesus Saves. Amen. And he does save, and he's still saving today. It's sung here by the Bailey's Grove Youth. Dina and I will be back, so stay with Faith Music Radio. Jesus said 
front of their name and their customers just wouldn't have it any other way. Quality Automotive and Tarp offers expert repairs and services at fair prices with a straight shooting approach that working men and working moms alike appreciate. Get name brand tires there and alignments, engine services, repair services and preventive maintenance to keep you road ready in all kinds of weather. Estimates are free and the work is guaranteed. Stop in for current deals that'll save you money. Quality Automotive and Tire on 1st Avenue, a block north of Morgan Avenue in Evansville, Indiana. Open 7 to 6, Monday through Friday. Drive in or make an appointment at 812-402-3535. That's 812-402-3535. 
listening to Faith Music Radio, 93.1 FM, 1180 AM. The gospel is heard here. Mercies are endless. The Lord is good. His love has no end. The Lord is good. Come taste His forgiveness. Oh, come with me. Oh, come and see. The Lord is He is high and holy and the Lord of glory, yet He will receive all who repent and call on His name. Come as you are, you won't be rejected, come as you are. With all of your sin, fall at His feet and taste of His mercy. Oh, come with me, oh, come and see, the Lord is good. He is high. His mercies are endless. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. His love has no end. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. Come taste His forgiveness. Oh, come with me. Oh, come and see. The Lord is good. Oh, come with me, oh, come and see, the Lord is good. The Lord is good. Bruce and Sammy Fry with that song. You're listening to 11 to 1. Janice Wolf and Dina Talbert here with you today. And we're sharing um, from the um, 11 to 1 blog, day mm-hmm. 72 of the Loser Bible Study Series. And um, got to share how a whole family of five received Christ as their Savior. Amen. So if you missed it, you'll have to pick it up on the 11. You'll have to either go read about it on the blog uh-huh. or pick it up on the 11 to 1 podcast there later today. There. <laughs> well, the passage for this Bible study is Luke 13, 5. Can you read the ver- the or the, the key verse? Can you read the verse just before verse 5? Jesus is speaking and says, I tell you, nay. But except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Wait, what's the verse before that? The verse before verse that four. is about um, the 18 
Can you read that one? I can, yes. Okay. (laughs) Or those 18 upon whom the tower in Siloam fell and slew them, think ye that they were sinners above all men that dwelt in Jerusalem? And then he he says, I tell you nay. But except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Mm -hmm. And he's basically saying this tragedy happened, and we look at tragedy sometime and think, oh, it's the judgment of God. Oh, yeah, he's punishing them. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and um, we look at it like that, but we're all sinners. We are all sinners. We all deserve punishment. That's right. Um, But Jesus died on the cross and shed his blood to forgive us our sins Mm -hmm. and so he gives this and right after that he shares a parable so can you read the parable to us he spake also this parable a certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard and he came and sought fruit thereon and found none then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard behold these three years i come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none cut it down why cumbereth it the ground And he answering and said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dung it. And if it bear fruit, well, and if not, then after that thou shalt cut it down. So the owner wants to dispose of it because it's not bearing fruit. He's come for three years to get a fig off of it, and he hasn't given him one. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. But the dresser of the vineyard wanted to give it a little more time and TLC. He does. Before cutting it it down. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so my question is, is there someone you don't want to lose? Ooh. None of us are promised tomorrow, right? No, we're not. For ourselves or for our loved ones. So who are you praying for and seeking an opportunity to share the sweet news news of the gospel? And that's that's basically what this is about. You, you when you're working with people, it takes time. It takes TLC. It does. And um, here's some here's some of the thoughts on this from um, from Matthew Henry. I love to study Matthew Henry. He said uh, on this whole parable, we must abide by this rule uh, that we cannot judge in, in, in this passage. We cannot judge of men's sins by their sufferings in the world. True. For many are thrown into the furnace of gold to be purified, not mm-hmm. as dross and chafe and to be consumed. So so we, we can't judge them by their suffering. Right. The judgments, though, of God upon others are loud calls to us to repent. Yes. Not only that, we're sinners. We are sinners and we're great sinners as you know, this tower that fell upon these people. Uh-huh. And we all have much sin to repent of. Even we, we, we're all sinners. And th- those were just some of the things I learned. Uh-huh. But he says that this parable is intended to enforce that word of warning immediately going. Therefore, except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. And that's what this parable is for is to enforce that. Yeah. That, uh, the, we need to come to this repented. And so God determined justly because God is just to cut them off. Mm-hmm. But Christ interceded. Yes. And he's ever interceding for us. Our prayers must always be seconded with our endeavors. Christ doesn't just intercede for us. He begins to work. He, he, mm-hmm. he put dung 
you yeah. know, fertilize the tree. Yeah. He fertilized the tree. And so it takes more than just prayers. It takes loving care. Mm-hmm. It takes patience. And I just love this so much about this parable. And um, so being co-laborers with Christ in the vineyard, though, is worth the miracles. Mm-hmm. It definitely is. But it takes time and patience. Jesus, the ultimate dresser of the vineyard, he works lovingly and patiently in our lives. He intercedes for us. And he does this until we come to a place of repentance. He is very actions gently say, I don't want to lose you. Oh, wow. And so that's my question for each of us, for myself, mm-hmm. for, for each of us is who is it that you don't want to lose? It reminded me of a quote, what you were saying there. It takes prayer but you have to be willing to do the work the endeavor right. as well right and um it's it's like praying that god will give you a hole when you're only willing to lean on the shovel <laughs> there you go and so you, you you have to you have to um pray for the person right. and then there has to be something some work involved um, some reaching out mm-hmm. and some witnessing that is involved. And Cecily Hamilton and friends sing a song called Someone Cared Enough to Give the Good News of the Gospel to Me. Yes. And um, someone cared. And so we must care and we must share the good news of Jesus Christ. You listen to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. Without a hope of being found To sin I was a servant I was bound Life was going nowhere No matter what I tried I searched for peace But nothing satisfied Then someone cared enough to Someone cared, and now my soul is free. I know it wasn't easy to be bold enough to share, but I'm so glad someone cared. searching for salvation full and free oh won't somebody tell them of the christ of calvary the dead is paid already but the message must be shared does anybody Someone can 
It's so good. 
Oh, there's nothing more wonderful than the grace of God. Another day of grace. That what that is the what we have received today. Another day of grace. Missy Clark's going to finish off the program today with another song about grace called God's Grace: The Story of My Life. And it's my reminder to you because of God's grace. Be sure to let your light shine for the Lord Jesus Christ today. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Let your light shine for Jesus Christ today and let it shine bright. I could tell you of some hard times of pain or tragedy speak of disappointment, of fear and doubt and worry, but I would rather tell you what brought me to this place. It's the story of my life, and it's God's grace. His grace is merciful. It's God's grace.